Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting a, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, this is the last podcast in this series, the hour before the wedding. And I want to talk to us today about how this message has been hidden from past generations, because I think it's really important for us to understand that we're coming into an unveiling. And it's interesting, but there's so many mirrors between uh, Jewish and the, the Jewish and Gentile side of the family. Isn't it interesting that the mystery of the opening of the gospel to the Gentile world through Mashiach, through Christ, that brought Gentile believers in as co-heirs together with Israel was not made known to past generations. Now, take a look at uh, Ephesians chapter 3 here in the first uh, 11 verses, and you'll see two principles here. One is that the gospel was that this message uh, bringing the Gentiles in through through Jesus, through the gospel, as co-heirs, was hidden from prior generations. Jesus went into the temple courts in John chapter 10, verse 16, I think it is, and he said, I have all these other sheep, meaning my children from the nations, they need to come into the fold. And of course, they looked at him like he was crazy because the Jews had at that time, they had had God to themselves. The same is true now. The same principle is true now as, as God looks to restore Israel. This message has been hidden from the church age, and it's really important for us to recognize. There's also another principle uh, significant that um, the message had to be proclaimed to the powers that be, the principalities of the air. And I tell you, beloved, the God is calling his body as we move into this message to enter into a place of intercession, to stand in the gap for it to be brought about. That will require supplication and spiritual warfare to go up from the earth in agreement with heaven that is going to affect the strongholds and the principalities of the air to put the enemy under the feet of the Lord. Hallelujah. Boy, you can tell I'm getting excited. And the same is true for us today with the mystery to restore Israel. As we move back into a time of reconciliation and realignment for the church with Israel, namely that our calling is different and was hidden from those who have gone before us. And I tell you, it is essential for us to recognize that, that we're moving into an era of time. I, I, I truly believe there is a progression that as we come into the full number of Gentiles, so it says all Israel would be saved. But I truly believe now that this is an era of time where the church and the world moves into the full number of Gentiles coming in, comma, and so it says all Israel will be saved. And, and Paul tells us that the veil that is over the Jews will come up 
during that time. And we also know that Yeshua does not return until they say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hasn't God already told us that the first would be last and the last would be first? And isn't it interesting that the ultra-Orthodox, the Pharisees, if you like, of those days who rejected were the first. And ultimately, they will be the last. The ones, I believe, that uh, is listed in Zechariah chapter 12, 10, when, when the morning will be so great that day, when they will look on the one that they had pierced and realize, oh my God, oh my God, what did we do? Oh my God. And there is an unveiling coming. But beloved, it's while there is a mass awakening at the end, it's not all going to happen at the end. As we begin, as the church begins to move into this message and begins to cry out from that reunited place, we're going to see pockets of greater salvation amongst the uh, amongst Jewish people, and especially as Gentile believers that living in Jewish populated areas beginning to get around them and just love them and serve them and pray for them in unconditionally we are going to begin to see the jewish world impacted and beloved it is a power equation for the gospel to the nations sid roth always says i love it when he when sid roth says this if you want gentile more gentiles saved pray and minister to the jews and it's so true it's so true hallelujah but with all humility and sincerity it's not easy to speak to a giant, and I'm, I mean the, the church in the nations, to suggest that they are in need of change. And in the scheme of things, you might ask, who am I to address this topic? But my answer would be this, no one except one of the voices crying out in the wilderness from the messianic part of the olive tree saying, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. And as I've already stated, the fullness of the reconnection message must come from both sides of the family, Jew and Gentile alike coming together in love and unity. This reconnection is not just about Jewish roots and heritage, and Jewish roots and heritage and biblical calendars are good, but if we stay with those things and miss the heart of the restoration, the heart of the Father to bring us back together in love and unity. We can remain under replacement and the enemy stays in control, which means the Lord waits until we get this right. But I, I believe, beloved, this is the time for the unveiling of this message. This is the time we're seeing so many leaders now in the church begin to get greater revelation and, and 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 connection i just think recently of of brother lou engel uh such a a, a giant in the in in the prayer movement and and just recently in the last year or so he's come to this knowledge and understanding of the reconnection and alignment message um and and uh, discovering that there's so much more for him now to learn and enter this period of renewal so that we can come together like never before. God bless you. 
Lou Engel for your humility and your transparency in this area. So as we come to the end of this series, the question I have for you is, will you continue to take this journey with me? Will you begin to explore the greater depths of this reconnection message and all that it means to us as family in the one you met and all that it means to our heavenly father? Beloved, I'm going to leave you with this scripture in Ezekiel 36 that really ties into the restoration of the father's covenants to Israel. It is not for you. Oh, house of Israel, it's not for your sake that I will even do these things in the end of days, but it is for the sake of my holy name. Our Father's covenants, His words and His promises are on the line, and He's inviting His children from the nations to come into agreement with this message, to breathe life back into the Jewish people, to stand in the gap for them, to love them unconditionally, to move into a place of Jewish evangelism like Jewish witness and evangelism like never before. Beloved, it's not just about blessing Israel that they will fall into line with our end time perspective. It's about us moving and engaging in this end time battle for Israel's salvation, for who is going to bring the knowledge of salvation and who then can they call on the one that they have not believed in and how can they believe in the one of whom they've not heard and how can they hear without someone sharing and preaching to them. And how can anyone preach unless they are sent as it is written? How beautiful are your feet, beloved, of those who bring good news. Those are the words of the Apostle Paul, the Apostle to the Gentiles, to reach out to the lost sheep of Israel, that they would be restored and we would move in agreement with our Father to help bring them to life. May the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Hallie, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, That's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm and view the Romans 911 Study Guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. 
They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God to fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.